before we even kick off the podcast, I just want to remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. Hey guys, so I am with Coach John Allen today. Coach Allen just finished up his first season as an assistant football coach at Ohio Northern, helping out the tight ends. Uh, before that, he served as a football intern at Concordia University in Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh, and played football at Notre Dame College, transferred to Eastern Michigan to become a student manager, um, spent some time at the high school level, um, and was most recently named the wide receivers coach at West Virginia Wesleyan. So uh, super excited to have Coach Allen, uh, he, a busy man tonight, but how's everything going? Everything's going good, man. Finally got, you know, my stuff dropped off in West Virginia and, you know, I'm ready to make everything solidified. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're going to we're going to talk a little bit about that because I got a couple uh, a couple questions about that. Um, but uh, before we get going, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about, you know, you've been at a few places, um, different levels. Talk to me about how the offensive line played played a role in some of the more successful teams that that you've been a part of um yeah I, I think you know obviously I used to play quarterback so um I, I think the offensive line um is the greatest position in the world um I, I think they're the best athletes obviously people can think the corner or wide receiver position but I truly think the big men up front um are the best athletes you know you, you have to show up every play um and trust the guy beside you um but at Celine, um, when we made the state final four um, in the playoffs, I, I want to say in 20, 2017, um, our offensive line was amazing. Um, we may not have been, you know, the quickest, the fastest, the biggest, um, but the way they bonded together right. just made running our plays um, so smoothly. Um, we could trust our guys and, and we were deep as well. So um, the O-line play um, definitely was huge um, in that factor. Um, and it was kind of different in the past season um, at Ohio Northern. Um, you know, we had some new guys up front and stuff and some experience. So um, it was kind of different. It was new, um, but they did what they had to do and, and was able to get the jobs done, uh, job done. Um, but obviously we didn't have the, the season that we expected, um, but um, they did a good job up front. But I would say um, everywhere I've been that we've had a successful season, um, it started up front. Um, I right. know every coach in America can say, you know, it starts up front, you know, the trenches, it's important, but right. um, it's true. Um, if you have a good bonded group, um, you know, they may not be the most athletic, like I said, the most fast or, you know, the, the, the strongest, but if they're bonded and they have that brotherhood together, um, they can make things go. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. I always try to, um, I always try to kind of think of, of a team that's, that's, you know, won a Super Bowl or been to a Super Bowl or, or, you know, anything without successful offensive linemen. I mean, you can, people can argue that the, the, the chiefs a few years ago made it without a good offensive line, but that was, that was because of injuries. That wasn't because of, you know, that wasn't the guys yeah. they played all season with. So um, it, it's hard to, it's hard to come up with that and, and really think about it. So um, yeah, that's, uh, it's always interesting to kind of hear everyone's, everyone's answers though. But um, mm-hmm. so I guess, you know, you, you alluded to a little bit, talked about the O-line at, at Ohio Northern, uh, and obviously you worked with the tight ends this past season. H- how much how much did you kind of – how involved were you, I guess, with with the offensive line? 
Um, you know, I, I know a lot of people always talk about tight ends as such a great spot to coach on the offense because you, you get the best of both worlds. You get the run game and you get the passing game. So um, how much were you involved with, with the run game and, and kind of how much did you guys as a, as a unit, as a group, practice with the offensive line? Um, so personally, you know, me being my first year, um, I didn't have much, you know, input or, or, or say or, you know, collaboration with the offensive line. Um, Coach Russell, um, our old OC, he, he's at Davenport now. Yep. Um, that was his baby. He, he, he played O-line at Ohio Northern, so he understood what it took to be or what understood what it uh, took to be a, um, an offensive lineman at Ohio Northern. So he, he coached them up, um, and, and that was his job. Um, he did a great job with our guys and what we had. Um, and our tight ends were with O-line, I want to say, probably 85% of the time. Right. Um, so it was great to listen to, to him and, and take, you know, verbiage from him and, and learn some things from him um, and just basically just be his Robin um, and, and just take in everything that I could and absorb, you know, our blocking schemes and, and gap down, backer, all that stuff. Right. Um, it was really cool just to hear how he – he, he did his thing and how he coached it up and everything. And, and like I said, yeah, we were probably tight ends were probably with them, you know, 85% of the time. Um, the other 15% of the time was either me teaching down, you know, our crunch block, our book block, our arc, our arch block and all that stuff. And then some wide receiver drills um, here and there just to make sure that, you know, they're still agile. Um, right. Cause I, I truly believe, you know, tight ends are extension of the offensive line. They're just more athletic tackles is what I tell my guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah you get you get you get a few of that here and there that are uh less athletic tackles though so uh it, it, yeah. just, it depends on where you're at but um no that's awesome I mean it's always kind of I feel like they that I mean I agree with you 100 they're they're an extension of the offensive line um and it's important that they kind of have that that work with the with the O-line a little bit did, did you ever I know you obviously you said you're a quarterback and you've kind of coached a couple of different things here and there, which is, in, in my opinion, great for, especially for, for younger guys. But did you ever, did he ever like say, Hey, go, you know, you take the tackles and tight ends and, and I'll work with the interior guys. Or was it always just kind of, he would sort of, I don't want to say run the show, but he would sort of, you know, direct traffic, so to speak when, when you guys were with him. Yeah, no, he, he definitely ran the show. Um, He had full reign of that. So, you know, how we did the offensive line stuff is, you know, obviously they'd have, you know, their stance start, their indie period. And we usually start without them at practice. So I'd probably get the first three periods with my guys, you know, focusing on our steps, our blocks for that week. And, you know, we may change a step here and there just be depending on, you know, scheme or who we're playing that week. Um, And then usually around after, you know, Skelly and all that stuff, we would go with them and we'd be with pods. You know, we'd go, you know, tight end, tackle, guard. And then obviously center guard and then backside tackle by, by himself. Um, and then we'd flip flop. Um, and then we just have that in rotation. Um, and then we do some full line work as well. Obviously inside run, our tight ends were with us as well. So, right. um, yeah, that was, that was coach Russell's baby. He, he ran the show. He had the keys, keys to the car and everything. Um, and, and like I said, with it being my first year, you know, it was, it was nice. You know, some people like to get their hands dirty and stuff. And, you know, I didn't mind doing that, but it was nice just to sit back and take notes and see how, you know, he coached up his tackles or guards or centers and then how he would implement the tight ends into the run game as well. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. I, it's again, it's uh, it's important that you uh, that you're able to kind of see how those things are going. And, and you know, I'm sure I'm sure you as a again, as a younger guy, probably taking copious amounts of notes just to just to be ready. Um, 
you know, I, looking at your, looking at your bio and, and, you know, you've kind of, you had the, some same experiences as me. You started as a, as a, a JV freshman assistant and then jumped to college. Talk about some, some struggles you had with that transition um, and, and kind of some of the, some of the things that you learned along the way that, that you're going to help, um, you know, that's going to help you as you, as you progress, you know, further along in your career. Um, definitely. I think the biggest challenge was the speed. Um, not just because not, not just the speed of the game, um, but just the speed of the office and, and how everything goes, like right. everything is, has to go together. You can't have one guy doing what he wants to do. You know, you may get a, be able to get away with that in high school, but in college, it's just, there's no way that you can do your own thing and, and not be cohesive um, as a group. Um, so when I was coaching JV, you know, obviously, you know, I was still doing college classes and stuff. So I would be coming to practice, you know, right after classes or, you know, and then I'd leave and go, you know, do pizza delivery. I did pizza delivery for like two years. I did Jimmy John's, anything delivery, you name it. Um, I did it in Ann Arbor. So right. um, it, it, it was definitely different for me to sit down in my office, you know, at seven o'clock in the morning, have a staff meeting, you know, recruit and all this stuff. Um, that was definitely like the biggest challenge was slowing it down. And my, my mentor, Andre Griffin and Mike Robinson, they, they helped me a lot, you know, understanding that, you know, they, they've been around the game, you know, coach Griff, he played at Ohio state coach Robinson, he played at Toledo. So they were able to be like, Hey, you know, it may be going fast, but you're able to slow it down. Um, if you think about it. So, um, definitely the speed of the office and how, how things work. And then right. obviously recruiting, um, you know, you don't get a recruit in high school unless you're, you know, a, a private school. Um, right. So, or, you, or um, you're getting away with it. Yeah. Or you're getting away <laughs> with it. Right. So, so you don't get a recruit really. So it was, it was, I, I was, a, I was a great person to person already type coach. Um, you know, I was building connections already and all that stuff. So recruiting really wasn't that big of a, of a curve for me, but right. it was more of putting the information in front rush or, you know, finding people in Florida or Texas or right. Georgia. So um, that was definitely, those were probably the biggest curves, you know, the speed of the office, the game and, and, and definitely, Oh, and practices, practices were totally different. I was blessed to be able to be at Celine high school in Michigan and coach Palka, he runs a collegiate style practice with periods. And, you know, if, if, if we miss something, we'll get it later or we'll, we'll watch it on the film or something. Right. Um, so um, being able to be a part of that atmosphere and then being able to just jump right into college and be like, Oh, this is the same thing. Um, was, was very, I was very grateful for, um, some places, you know, I've been around or I've, I've watched practices. They, they do their own thing. And right. I, I don't know if I could be able to make that jump that quick. Right. Yeah. That's, I mean, you're, there's so much, there's so much more time management and organization involved when you get to that, mm -hmm. that college level. And, and, you know, it really, I mean, I know from my own personal experience, I, I worked for, I worked for a, a guy who had coached a long time in college and, and again, just his time management and the, like I said, the organization piece, it prepared me. Um, even though it was a few years down the road, it, it definitely prepared me when I got to that next level. So um, I, I don't think that can be, that can, that can't be stressed enough how important those things are. And, and you're right. I mean, it is such a different, such a different environment where, I mean, I, you've never, you, you were a teacher. So, you know, the, I, I know from my own, education experience where mm -hmm. you know you sit in the classroom for seven hours and then you get to go out to football practice at, at the high school level now it's you know and when you're at the collegiate level it's 
you're you've got stuff to do and now it's it's not always football but it's always kind of got a football base to it um uh-huh. and then you get to kind of obviously you get to do that recruiting piece and and all that all that other fun stuff which you know everyone kind of i'm always curious about it just because every again everybody's different and everybody's got a different um experience uh with it so it, it's always kind of it's always kind of cool to, to ask those questions and see what you guys all did so um what you know again you're you're moving into a ro- your own room again you know you're 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 getting uh you know you're going from tight ends to wide receivers um talk to me a little bit about you know cuz just cuz i'm curious cuz obviously that, that's you know i've never coached receivers sort of hands on what's sort of your day one process uh you know when you when you start when you start work you know what what, what's your day one plan with the guys and and kind of what's your what's your schedule so to speak um as you start taking over that room um I think you know um I I was able to learn from a a great and you you know him as well Brendan Marion um you know I I, I've growing up you know I've been keeping tabs of him and how he goes about things and stuff and I was able to jump on a zoom um with him a while back um he had basically a coaching clinic and he hit it on the nose. I, I think it's important for for you, uh, any position, is to connect with your guys right away. Mm-hmm. Um, open up, let them know that you're real, because they're gonna see the fake as soon as possible. Right. You may not think it, but those guys are gonna be like, "This guy's either legit or he's just he's just blowing up smoke," you know. Right. And, and, and my my thing, I'm gonna do when I get to West Virginia Wesleyan, and and if you guys are hearing this right now, you know, we're gonna connect. I want to open up, you know, what's the lowest of the lows and the highest of the highs of your life. Um, and, and just understand that I'm here for you, not just for football, but, but as you know, furthering your manhood and, and developing you as, as a young man and everything. I, w- right. I want my guys to understand that I'm, I'm here to connect with them and, and trust them and believe in them. Um, because, you know, like Brennan said, he, you know, there's, you can't, you can't correct somebody if you don't have that connection. So I'm big on connecting first yeah. and then correcting. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be my biggest thing. Day one, um, just connecting, open up to the guys. I might take them out to dinner, honestly, um, and just to see how the group is. Um, so it, it's important to bond with your guys right away um, and connect that. And then, you know, once you get them connected with you and, and, and trusting you, you know, they're going to be willing to work harder. Um, you know, I've, I've been a part of programs where guys, you know, may not trust their their coach. And, and they shut down immediately as soon as their coach is like, hey, you know, fix this or something. Right. Um, so I, I'm big on bringing the best out of my guys and bringing the best out of their character. Um, so definitely my first, obviously, I'm going to do my manual, my philosophy and everything, um, but definitely connecting with my guys. And then obviously we'll get into the football stuff. But I want them to understand that with me as a coach, it's, it's not just a four-year commitment. You know, this, I want this to be a 40-year relationship. I want right. these guys to be able to call me, you know, when they're 45 or 50, like, Hey coach, you know, it's my 25th anniversary or something. I want you to come, you know, those type of things. And, and, and I I just want to build that bond with them. And then, like I said, I'll get into my wide receiver philosophy. I'll probably talk about, you know, I'm big on, I want my wide receivers to do the dirty work, you know, do the things that aren't pretty and then be able to make those plays. You know, a lot of people are, you know, it's easy. Everyone shows up to seven on sevens or first day of camp and they, you know, they want to run the pretty routes and get into seven on sevens, one-on-ones and all that stuff. And that's fine. We make those plays as receivers daily, but those are expectations. I don't, 
I don't applaud a fish for, for swimming. Right. Um, so I, I want my guys to get excited um, to block. I want my guys to get excited to do special teams. And, you know, one thing I learned by doing that is just giving them a point system. Um, so I'm going to implement my mob system, man on body. Um, and, and basically what that, that is, is I'm going to keep tally of practices, you know, who's blocking, who's hustling on special teams. And then obviously once we get into the spring ball or fall ball, um, I'll do that weekly, you know, through games and stuff and blocking and special teams are going to be more than catches and touchdowns. So they're going to have to work for those points. And then at the end of the year, you know, I'll figure it out. I'll give them some gear, or, you know, dinner or something. And just to make it wait, make it worth their wild. So they're not just like, Oh, this guy's just a phony. So right. definitely my, my first day is probably going to be, obviously you're going to have to install some stuff, but connecting with my guys, you know, letting them learn me, understand my background, what, what, I, who I am and what I stand for. And then um, we'll get to the fun stuff, obviously with, with football and our base stuff. Right. That's awesome. I, I mean, it's, um, it's super important. You know, you talked about that relationship piece with recruiting and, and people forget that when, you know, when, when coaches get new jobs, uh, you know, whether it's the college level or whether it's the high school level, you know, you, you've got to recruit those guys that are already in that program to, to like you said, to buy in um, to what you're doing because you are 100% right. They can, you know, they can smell, they can smell bull crap a mile away and, and they'll call you out mm -hmm. on it, especially, especially when you get to that level, um, they'll, they'll straight up call you out on it. So um, it's super important that you, uh, you know, you make sure that, that they know you're genuine and they know that you care about them, that they know you have, you have their back and, and they'll, you know, it, 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 they'll do, they'll do wondrous things for you when they, when they know that, you know, you're, you're there for them and, and not just, uh, you know, like you said, not just to, to collect a paycheck, so to speak. So that's, that's awesome to me. That's, that's, that's what, you know, young coaches listening and, and, you know, anybody listening, that's, that's really what it's all about. And that, that, that just shows me that, I, you know, you'll be successful in whatever you're doing because you have that good mindset of, of, of building those relationships and putting the, you know, putting the kids first and foremost. So that's awesome. Um, but you know, last, last question I've got for you, coach, and this is going to be a different one for you just cause you're a, you're a, you're a, a pretty boy. You're a wide receivers coach now, but <laughs> um, you know, if you could put together a Mount Rushmore of offensive linemen from guys, you guys, you played with guys, you coached or guys, you're just a fan of who would be on that five man offensive line. Okay, so actually, I was planning for this. Ah, everyone's so, starting. To, everyone's starting to cheat now. I like it when I like it when I could catch guys off guard. But the thing, well, the thing is, is you know, obviously, you know, I'm the pretty boy. So offensive line, you know, you don't think of those guys as all time players right away, right? Um, usually, but um, to start off, you know, I'm a Michigan State fan. People kind of get on me. I'm an Ohio guy. They're like. You know, Michigan State, what? So, I'm going to throw it back, though. I'm going to go Flozell Adams Ooh. To, start, to start it off. You are you are um, the second you are the second one in about a month that's given me a, a, a Flozell Adams. So, that's, I like it. That's good. Yep. And then um, for my center, I'm going to need Marquise Pouncey. I'm a Steelers fan. So, okay. I, I like Pouncey. He, he did a good job for us in his career as Steelers. Um, one of my old head uh, – well, he wasn't my head coach at the time, but he was a D-line coach. Um, Mike Jacobs, the head coach at Lenore Ryan. Okay. He, he was a stud at Ohio State, so I'll take him. And then um, I'll take his teammate, one of my mentors, Adrian Clark. Um, 
he, he's from the Cleveland area. He, he played at Ohio State and then went on and played for the Jets in the NFL. What is that, four? I think that's um, four, yeah. I'll go wild, wild card here. I'm not a Michigan fan, but I'll go Taylor Luan. Okay. Just because he's, he's nasty. And he, I think he is. He, that, that is – he's the true embodiment of an O-lineman. And I tell my guy – my first day as the tight ends coach at Ohio Northern is like, this is a nasty position. And you got to be – like, you just have to have a nasty mentality. Like, you just don't care about the other person across from you. Right. So – and I think that that man right there is a true embodiment of an O-line. You know, he may be a loose cannon, but I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a good, good group. I don't know. You, you might catch some flack for having a Michigan guy in there, but, uh, but overall pretty good group. So I, I, I can commend that. So, um, well coach, do me a favor before we get you out of here, drop your Twitter handle, um, and any other information you want the listeners to know. Yeah. So my Twitter is at coach underscore Allen 2018. And then if you guys want to hit me up, um, text me or anything, I'm pretty open. Um, you can text me, um, four, one, nine, seven zero four four zero seven zero um just shoot me a text with your name and where you coach and you know i'm always up for talking ball like he said i'm a young buck i'm 25 so um the more i can learn the better um and, and i'm all about connections so awesome well coach i appreciate it man um honestly wish you nothing but the best of luck hopefully hope you have a you know a a, a great great couple of seasons at, at at uh out in west virginia and then um you know the future is very bright for if you keep things going the way you're going. So, uh, you know, looking forward to, to talking with you more down the road and, and uh, watching your success. Thank you so much. And, and blessings to you as well. All right, man. Well, take care. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you like and subscribe. And you can find previous episodes on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. 